Welcome back to part three. Final installment of T and L. Thelma and the Ladies. Thelma and the Ladies. <laughs> so when we last left you, we were talking about they're in the desert. Mm-hmm. They're going on long journeys of road. They just kidnapped the cop, put mm-hmm. him in the trunk. Well, and actually, um, right, they did. And then Louise pulled over. It was um, just before sunset. Oh, yeah. It was getting really close. This was before. This is getting really close to the Grand Canyon. They stopped, and she stood out there just kind of watching. Or maybe it was after. Uh, I think it might have been just before when they finally ended up with the trucker. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was right before that. She was standing out there just staring off, you know, and thinking and kind of taking in the... Everything that's gone on. Mm -hmm. Um, And you could just see on her face how worn you know like how worn she mm-hmm. was like yeah the wear and tear of everything that's happened and but then again also like a, a level of, of freeing being you know being kind of free from like this is what it is and i've accepted it as it is and yeah you know at, really because louise was such a control freak and so tightly wound that it's, it's so wonderful to see that she has just kind of let it go and said, you know, I can't control this. Yeah. I got to, I cannot even continue to try Mm-mm. because this is so, this thing is so out of my hands that there's little, there's not really anything that I can do anymore to make this better, worse or whatever. And I'm just going to exist and keep going and rolling with what it is. And then Thelma has completely turned into, you know, I can't just be, let everything be exactly as it is. I have to take the yeah. reins sometimes. Because she said, something in me has crossed over. Right. And I can't ever go back. Yeah. I can't live there anymore. So yeah. I can't be that. Yeah. And Louise is like, I know. I know you can't. And, well, and she goes out to get her because Thelma had fallen asleep in the car. And she comes out and she says, what's wrong? And, uh, or said something wrong. And um, Louise turns around and she's like, no, nothing's wrong. Yeah. And then the, she's like, okay. And so then they go get in the car, and it's just, that's all that that scene was. It was mm-hmm. like nothing other than that. And then they're driving on now, and it's like basically this music that's leading you into, okay, it's shit's, shit's getting serious. It might have been the final look back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh, you know, yeah. I know what you mean. This is the last time I'm going to look back at mm-hmm. that life. Yes. This is the last time I'm going to say. Because we are fully committed now. Yeah. To this life of crime. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so then it, it's kind of foreboding sounding for a little while. And then all of a sudden there's, you know, mud flaps in front of them. Who they have been seeing throughout the entire movie. Yes. And this is a disgusting, perverted, icky trucker guy who has been basically assaulting them every time that he sees them. Mm-hmm. He makes rude gestures, he says disgusting things, mm-hmm. he grabs his crotch, he mm-hmm. sticks his tongue out. Like And they they are finally How a, could you resist? Yeah. That this that's, you know, the everyman yeah. and the, the, the picture. First, yeah. The of first time they saw him, they were disgusted and were like, Ugh Well the first time they saw him, they 
they thought he was being kind and letting them buy. And yeah. Or truckers, best drivers on the road. Just so nice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, they think, yeah. oh, well, they're giving him the benefit of the doubt. Well, Thelma yeah. is. Yeah. And then, but he, then he like, shows himself. They're disgusted. The mm-hmm. second time they see him, they just try and ignore him. Right. And Thelma's like, I'm ignoring him. Yeah. I ignored him. Yeah. The third time they see him, they are like, well... Let's fuck something else up. Well, and yeah, they both look at each other without really even, but they read each other's minds yeah. to know, yeah, honey, let's just do it. Let's have some fun. Let's just have some fun real quick. Yeah. Let's teach us, let's teach yeah. another one a lesson. Minus the murder, but let's teach us another yeah. lesson. Yeah. So then they, he's, he's like, y'all ready to get serious? Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Oh, God. Get serious. Mm-hmm. They pull off on the side of the road. And they pull far away enough from his truck that I thought, that was smart. Yeah, it was. Because <laughs> they make him walk uh-huh. a good 100 yards oh, over, sure. over, over to their car. Yeah. He walks over there. And, man, he he really thought he was going to fuck both of them. Yeah, he did. He, he was very, very invested in thinking that was going to happen. I mean, just sure. Cocksure of himself. And I thought, what in the world? As as many mirrors that exist and reflective services, mm-hmm. I can only assume that he's seen himself. I would like to think he has seen himself. <clears throat> and uh, he is very gross. The grossest. The grossest. And I I can't imagine he had he lacks that much self awareness. To believe that these two gorgeous women. Yeah. And granted, they're covered in dirt and they're sitting in cutoffs. But they still still look good, girl. They still look good. They're gross looking to a degree. Yeah. But they still look better than any other bitch he probably's ever even attempted or or whatever. Other than in his They probably look like some fucking sirens on the ocean right now. Hell yeah. Well, turns out they weren't going to fuck him. (laughs) Well, spoiler alert. <laughs> well, not the way you thought. Well, right, exactly. <laughs> and this this scene in particular is, and I and I haven't said this yet, but this is my favorite scene in the movie. Oh, oh, okay. Well, here we go. This is my favorite scene mm-hmm. because this scene it just sparked something in me as a kid to know that I could do this to a man. <laughs> Yeah, and maybe there's consequences. Yeah, but oh, you I'm could sure you could be. have the confidence to speak to them that way, mm-hmm. to put them in their place that way, mm-hmm. and you know they start off real cute with it too. Mm-hmm. They just go, you know, you got some bad manners. He's <laughs> yeah, he thinks that he's giving him a compliment or he's something. Like, yeah, bad boy. Yeah, that's exactly. He thinks he's. They're like calling him a bad boy or something. Like, yeah, like. No, that's not what we meant. No. Like, do you talk to your mother like that? Do you talk to your sister like that? Do you talk to your wife like that? And he says, what do you mean? And she says, you know exactly what I fucking mean. Mm-hmm. Don't play stupid. Right. Don't act like you don't know what you're fucking doing. Mm-hmm. It's fucking disgusting and wrong and assault. Mm-hmm. Then Thelma's chiming in. Then Tongue, tongue thing. You're putting your tongue out there. What is that? Don't, what is that business with your tongue? What's that business with your tongue? That, that's disgusting. Ugh. I'm like, girl. And then my favorite line of the movie. They got these accents down, honey. I know. That talk, talk about steel magnolias 
And that... I think that they're better than Steel Magnolia. No, that's what I'm getting at. Okay. And the atrocity of of that whole mm-hmm. accent fiasco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, they got it down. They, That's real Thelma life. especially. Yes. I loved her country accent. Yes. She was good at it. Thelma particularly. You are not like, Gina yeah. Davis did it. Yeah. And I mean, um, Susan already has an affinity for it anyway because she is already southern and country anyway. Mm-hmm. And she's already like that. So yeah. it doesn't take as much for her. She's the, I think that, um, Susan did the version of more in town. Yes. And um, Thelma was the... On the outskirts of town. On the outskirts. But she not go to town. But not full no. outside of town. Right. Just the outskirts. Like she moved to a bigger city, but was yeah. from a small town. Yeah. But uh, Louise m- primarily grew up in the... In, in, the, in, in the city, in, in the country. Yes, exactly. there's a difference, y'all. That is... There is. This is my favorite line yes. in the whole movie. right. And you can say it with me. Okay. Is it your favorite, too? Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, 100%. Every, okay. every time you say it, it makes me laugh because it's so good. So. But I always feel like I miss say it. Well, Thelma looks at Louise and says, Bet he called us beavers on his CB uh-huh. radio. Yeah. And Louise kind of goes, Oh, I bet he did. I said, And she goes, Did you? She calls beavers on your CB radio? <laughs> yeah. He goes, Sure did. Sure did. And then Thelma looks at Louise and she goes, hate that. Hate that. Hate being called a beaver. It's so funny. It's just, the, but it's like the, it's the way they say it. Mm. It is the accent. It is everything. Yes. Because it's the R's, the, just the strong, hard Baver. R's. It's so funny. She, said, she says, beaver. Hate being called a beaver. 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 It's and, just and so And the way like, she says, say radio. Like it's, C- one, like it's one word. Yeah, so baby right out. Say right out. Or whenever she's saying, I hate being called be- a beaver, she's, she doesn't say it like that. She's just like, hate being called beaver. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, it's like, it's so, whoo, man. It's so funny. It just, is the greatest line in cinematic just history. That little, that little tiny portion of dialogue in this film is so, it, there's so many small, tiny details to it. That are so brilliantly done. Yeah. And so accurately done. Yeah. That it's just so funny. It's like watching people that I've known forever. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I've met people. And I I've, I do it myself yeah. when I'm hamming it up more than anything. Oh, yeah. I'm the in the city. I'm not the, <laughs> I'm not the, I'm not the from a But I can, I can sound like I'm from out of the city. Oh, sure. Easy. Well, so... They're trying to get him to apologize. And he's yeah. like, fuck you. Or no, he goes, fuck that. And they're uh, like, yeah. And they like, I don't think he's sorry. So they just start open firing on yeah. his truck, which is very clearly a, like, lithium gasoline yes. truck. Yes, It's... That's you know that kind of truck when you see it. It's, Which I'm it's pretty a big sure silver cylinder kind. I'm not. I mean, I imagine they knew the danger of it and that they thought it could explode. I don't know if they were do shooting at it to make it explode. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was their actual goal or was it to you know flatten his tires or well she did it first damage the truck or yeah that's what I'm saying. I don't know which thing they were really trying to do. But well, it blew. Yeah, it blew up. The shot of the truck and it blew up. And it was such a huge explosion that that's why I was like, God, thank God they were like 100 feet away from that. Right. Because they could have gotten hurt. Um, but then they end up like 
get in, they're in the car and then they're like circling and driving around. Oh yeah, she, they almost steals the his hat. The explosion is huge. Yes. And it is gargantuan, and the black smoke that comes out of it. They are taken aback that they created that, yeah. but also very proud of yeah. themselves. We did that shit. Yeah, and so yeah, they're, you're right. They're they're circling them just because they're teasing them. Yes. And but then just, he's and he's like, "Bitches from hell, you bitches from hell." Oh, I love when he says that. Yeah, because I just thought that's all you could come up with one, but also thank you, thank you. That's, that's a compliment. A, that's actually yeah. you bitches from hell. It's like yeah, exactly. You better know where which we come from. Uh huh. And then they steal his hat. Yeah, and then you know what I wrote down after that is like that was almost like a real times up moment. We're like <laughs> yeah, you know, like. We've let you we've let you go on too long. Yeah. Allowing this type of behavior. And we're not gonna allow you to do it anymore. And now we're gonna blow up your truck. It's like and so I wrote down Time's up, motherfucker. Yeah. That's it. Time's up. Well, I also love um when he's screaming at him, You're gonna pay for this and I'm like, They ain't got no money. I'm like, honey Jenny stole all their money and they only just started robbing stuff. Yeah. And they're like maybe twenty minutes from jumping off a cliff. You're not going to get your money. Yeah. There's no money, honey. <laughs> right. Um, well, and then uh, as they're going off and they're driving away, mm-hmm. uh, or, uh, Louise is like, where'd you learn to shoot like that? She's like, TV. <laughs> and then she goes, where'd you learn to shoot like that? She goes, Texas. Texas. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And the, but, uh, but that ultimately is kind of like what gives them away because all these police start showing up. Yes. I think that they're going, because there's an explosion Mm -hmm. and then they spot their car. Right, because they already tagged them anyway. They knew where they were because of the phone call they they took. Right, and they they were like, oh, somebody's car, truck just blew up. So that leads us into the chase. Yeah. And then these police are coming. There's tons of police cars. They get off the road real quick. Yeah, and they're evading them left and right and cause them to flip and, and, and... you know, roll over Man. and go under bridges and t- top of their vehicle and all kind of different things. It's an awesome chase scene. It is. It's a very, and there's lots of helicopters and, and all kinds of stuff. And Louise them. is so fearless because she never stops. No. She never breaks or swerves. She goes, I'm just going to drive straight through these motherfuckers mm-hmm. because they're going to get out of the way. Yeah. And, uh, and they actually ditch them for a minute. Oh yeah, they do. And it's such an eerie now, feeling. They do, but the helicopters. Well, right. No, I know. Louise, no, no, no. I was thinking but the they, same thing. They think for maybe twenty minutes they got away. Yeah, they do. And I'm thinking, this is when you get off the road. Yeah. Go hide somewhere. Go ditch your car. Go hide yourself. Something. Stop driving for a minute. But this is when they decide, like, oh, no, that's not it. That's later on. But I was going to say, now. But, yeah, you're right. That You see the helicopter actually is tracking them. Yes. Because the, the helicopter's down in the canyon. They're up on the, well, they're not even on a road. They're just driving on Oh, well, this is when they decide. Because I said this is when they decide to talk things out. Mm-hmm. This is when they actually decide to really address mm-hmm. the rape and everything that happened and the murder and whatever else. And mm-hmm. it's like, now they've already talked about it a couple of times, but this is when they decide, like, look, it's not your fault. It would have never been your fault type thing. Yeah. Like, you know, and Thelma's like, you know, I, I'm glad. It's like after they've lost the police for a while, you know, 
She's like, you know, you're a good friend, is what Thelma says. And Louise is like, you two, sweetie, the best. Yeah. And they're they're really just, they're, you know, talking to each other, saying, like, I want you to know how much you mean to me and how everything's happened. And yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to do this with anybody else. And this, mm-hmm. even though I wouldn't have wanted to have to do this anyway. <laughs> At all. <laughs> but then again, I am actually valuing this yeah. for what it is. But they, I think Thelma, one of them says something about, like, I mean... Our lives would have been ruined anyways. Right. Right. So at least up now I'm having fun. Right. Thelma says that. Yeah. She said it would have been ruined anyway and he and he would have beat me worse and hurt mm-hmm. me worse than he did if you hadn't showed up and I'm glad the son of a bitch is dead. Yeah. And I would have had I wouldn't have had I would my life would have been ruined anyway. Even yeah. in that same imagine, place. Imagine the scenario where Thelma gets raped. Mm-hmm. They go to the police. Right. The police don't give a shit. And then she just goes home and lives with Daryl forever. Again. Right. And think about how what a fucked up, terrible, horrible, sad life that would have been. God, it would have been pathetic. It would have been so sad. Uh, uh, to go home to Daryl, who ain't going to care that she got raped either. Well, she would never tell him anyway. Yeah, that's true. Because then she cheated on him. Yeah. In his mind. Yeah, you're right. It wouldn't have been a rape. It would have been that she asked for it. She was with another man mm-hmm. and that she uh, that she cheated on him. Yeah. It would have been a completely different view. And that would have been even worse. Yeah. Well. And then just to live out the rest of your days. Yeah. That, it would have been terrible. In deep shit Arkansas. And then probably she and Louise would have had a huge distance between the two of them. They probably would have stopped being friends. Yeah, yeah. Because it would have triggered Louise to not even want to address the issue at all mm-hmm. for her own issues that she's having. Mm-hmm. I can see that totally. Oh, yeah. Because it would have put a huge wedge and they wouldn't have probably even spent any time together anymore. No. Nope. They would have quit calling each other. They would have quit seeing it and then eventually evolved into completely splitting all together. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Well... Flash for... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So I was going to say, because, you know, they finally address the rape. But one thing that makes me sad is they never, ever talk about Louise's rape. Like... I know. She just... She won't go there. Mm-hmm. And I wish... I kind of wish they had written it into the movie where she did. Yeah, I do kind of wish that, I too. wish she had finally... Even if it were a brief... Yeah. Just a couple of lines words. where she's just trusting Thelma enough to know, like, hey, I'm not going to tell you when, where, how, or who with, but it happened and it ruined my life. Mm-hmm. Just to acknowledge that much of it. Yeah. But they didn't do that. Well, flash forward. But it's more real that they didn't do it, actually. No, it is more real that they didn't do it. You're right. Yeah. It is more real because that that's something that has a time. Uh, it has a time on it that we can't predict how long it would take for someone to get there and be able to do that. Yeah. And a two hour and eight, nine minute film yeah. isn't going to be able to do that. Right. Um, well, they damn near drive into the. Uh, Grand Canyon. Yeah. Without realizing what they're where they're at, because they're just driving across the desert at this point. Yeah. They're not on a road. They're driving, trying to get away from the police, and they're just driving across the desert. Yeah. And then all of which a sudden, which is insane, right? Which all of a sudden they realize, oh shit, there's nothing in front of me, and so they stop. And I mean, they're inches away from like over the cliff of it. Mm-hmm. And so they both kind of readjust and, and figure, okay. And then she reverses. But before that, that helicopter just comes right out of the Grand Canyon. Oh, my God. In front it's of brilliant. them, isn't it? It was so good. It just rises up right in front mm-hmm. of them. And it's like... Quick interruption. Oh, okay. Alternate ending. Mm-hmm. They're driving across the desert. Miss the Grand Canyon. Just show, just show up in Vegas. 
<laughs> it was just two gals. And they live and, in Vegas. You know, going to see uh, Liberace or somebody. They get completely different identities yeah. and just live in Vegas. That would have been cool, too. And then they become cocktail waiters. And then they the were a sequel. Uh, gambling on your new life. Oh, man. Anywho, go ahead. Anyway. Um, well, that helicopter comes up, so she ends up reversing back and positions herself, you know, further back into the desert, away from the cliff, mm-hmm. which, uh, then all these other, you see all these cars, police cars that are advancing toward them, and then they stop in a line, they all yeah. get out, and they realize they've got them cornered. There's nowhere for them to go now. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, well, we've got them where we need, now we need to figure out how we're going to do this as a standoff, as whatever else, maybe we can get them to come to us. We don't know. And uh, so, I mean, like, but what I thought was really interesting, when they did, they almost drew, drove into the Grand Canyon. They stopped, and then they kind of marveled at its beauty. Yeah. And, but it, it only, it could only last for a second. Yeah. Because then right back to reality, when yeah. the helicopter comes right up in front of their face, and they go, oh, that's right, we're, like, in the middle of a police chase. Mm-hmm. We got to get back on our game, so. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they look back. And they see all these, you know, all the state police, FBI, and everything else. And they're almost like, oh my God, it looks like an army. Mm-hmm. Like, all this for us? us? Like, really? These, these two little girls from Little Rock? Exactly. Well, <laughs> right. That's what we'll say. Yeah. That's right. Two little girls just living in... Because they may have they may have lived They in, may have been in Little Rock. They may have been in Little Rock. I yeah. don't know. They never they, says. Probably not, though. It doesn't really look like it would have been that. But, but it could have been. The people though. who made that movie don't know what Little Rock looks like. They were just guessing. Yeah, and it probably wasn't filmed in Arkansas, either. No, I'm sure it wasn't at all. Um, it doesn't look like Arkansas at all. No, it. it doesn't. Um, That's probably one reason why I never thought it was in Arkansas, because it right. doesn't look like it. Um, well, but, the, you know, and then... That's what, but that's what Louise says. Like all this for us, mm-hmm. like you know, you you make us out to be these, you know, nothing things, as if like we could never create anything like this. Mm-hmm. It would be impossible for these two little girls mm-hmm. to be able to to make this type of uprising and this much of a fuss. Yeah, this much of a fuss, and but all of this, yeah, for these dangerous criminals. I mean, it's the highest honor. I would, yeah, of course it is. Don Davenport they, would be in just completely, absolutely honored. They graduated. They did. They graduated. That's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and and they're yelling at them. Place, you know, they're saying, "Place your hands in plain view," mm-hmm. like to to get out of the vehicle. Any any other thing that you do is going to be seen as a sign of aggression. God, against I know. Us. I was like, anything they do is a sign of aggression? If it's not placing your hands in plain view and getting out of the vehicle, anything else is a sign of aggression. And basically, we could shoot you and kill you on sight if yeah. you do anything else. It's like, God, don't don't reapply any lipstick right now, ladies. Oh, I'm right. <sighs> you know what? I mean, you know, don't think about your mug shot right now. <laughs> Which is important. Yeah, it is. As Lindsay Lohan has taught us anything, the mug shot's important. Yeah. You got to be fierce. Or you're going to be fiercely red. How about that? So, anyway. Well, Louise. Stupid. <laughs> Louise decides, this isn't the end. I'm not giving up. And that's what she says. I'm mm-hmm. not giving up. I don't want to get caught. She goes, let's not get caught. Yeah. Thelma turns. And she's like, okay, then. Well, let's not get caught. Yeah. And then uh, Louise's like, 
Or well, she's like, let's keep going. Yeah. She's like, well, what do you mean? She's like, let's keep going. She's like, well, you sure? Mm-hmm. Like, and she realizes what she's saying. Yeah. Saying, she's saying, drive forward. And we're just going to die. And drive off that cliff. Because we're going to die our way. Or we're going to get, we're going to. Or we're going to die their way. We're going to end this story our way. Yeah. Either we're going to rot in a cell, get shot by them. Or we're going to drive off the cliff. And at least if we drive off this cliff together, we did it together and we did it on our own, mm-hmm. in our own way and by our own control and choice. Because they I don't want to relinquish. Way. I don't want to relinquish my control to right. them. Because fuck them. That's right. And then, you know, they turn. They, they hug each other and give each other a love and kiss. Mm-hmm. And then, which a lot of people have used that like some kind of lesbian undertone thing or something. Which I'm like, look. <sighs> if you so If you've never in your life had a same-sex best friend that you are so close with that people have had rumors that y'all are in a relationship, then honey, you've never had a best friend. Well, and also... If you were about to die and so was your best friend, you want to give her a kiss. Yeah. I understood. And plus, we're Southern and we're weird. We do well, yeah. stuff like and they, that. Yeah. Like, there's... We're a kiss on the mouth culture. That's just what we are. Yeah, we, we, we are. We, we do kiss that. on the mouth. That it, We do that. Not open mouth. Well, no. Not all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> just on holidays. Yeah, just on holidays. Like, mostly New Year, you know. Mm-hmm. And Groundhog's Day. Yeah, Groundhog's Day. New Year and Groundhog's Day. Those are open mouth kiss days. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, anyway, so then, you know, they rev up that engine. Yep. Then they both... That Thunderbird. They, one throws that hand up and the other one holds it. Ah! And they drive off the cliff together. And then movie's over. The end. Yeah. And it freezes that, uh... I think that's the only thing I don't like about that movie is that I think maybe the song that they play is they're driving over the cliff. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of cheesy. I, I can't agree remember. That. I, I don't I don't remember what it is either, but... I, no, I don't like it, though. There, there are very few Oh, and songs. Hal is running after him. Oh, I know. Because he was the only one who gave a fuck about him. Mm-hmm. He understood... He, he was the only one that really saw them and thought, you know, look, I understand... That this didn't start off how yeah, that it you, snowballed. That you how you wanted it, yeah. or even how you would have imagined it. I get that. So, but as much as Hal cared, he couldn't save him, and he didn't save him. No, there was nothing Hal could have done to save them. No, he couldn't have. He could not. If have they done, had turned themselves in and done all this stuff, there's nothing he could have done. No, that that's what I was thinking was when he would talk with them. I'm like, you're, you're just trying to get him there. Yeah. I which, think that he which cares. Granted, I no, think he cares. Which granted, listen, he was trying to save them in the right. He, he knew how this could have turned out. Yeah. And he didn't want him to get killed. Yeah. And he knew that more than likely, if he didn't get them there and have them in custody, he wasn't trying to save them from jail time or sentencing. Or whatever else. That was too far gone. He was trying to save him from getting killed. Yeah. That's what he wanted. He was like, I, I just want you to be safe and be here and live and tell your story so we can get this figured out and know what to do. What's done is done. Yeah. He said, but I don't want it to evolve to where you get shot and killed because it's easy to happen and I've seen it too many times. Yeah. And you know, anyway, so so I that I get that. Yeah. Um. Hal's character, though, is so great throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Um. My 
favorite scene of Hal's is when he is giving it to Brad Pitt. Yes. In that room. Yes. And he has just got, you don't realize how much you have fucked these women. They had a chance before you. And now they don't have a fucking chance anymore. Right. Because you robbed them and they thought they had no more options. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, because if anything happens to them. I'm holding you personally responsible. And your misery will be my mission in life. Yeah. And Brad looked up at him and said, basically, I believe you in that way. I'm listening, and yeah. I'll tell you what you want to know. But then you know what I love when Brad does is what? what he tells Daryl he fucked his wife. Yes! I do love that too. That's when he's good. just going. Ooh. He's air humping. He walks by him and he says, "Hey, love your wife." <laughs> and Daryl loses his shit. That was the only part I really loved. Yeah. with Brad Pitt. Yes. Yeah, that was my favorite thing too. That's so funny. Narrowly escapes. Jump down them steps before he tries to nab and grab. <laughs> that was so funny. Well, and then I, I like speaking on Hal as a character because mm-hmm. I think it's very important that, granted, we tend to spotlight, you know, the the women uh, in these stories, which yeah. is, of course, the whole point of this. However, we need to, we have to really comment on our advocates and those that do really yeah. work very hard to see us. Hal was a good man. I yes. really appreciate that. Yeah, Hal was a good advocate for Thelma and Louise, and he, he saw it more than just a couple of women out there being hysterical and and doing stupid stuff, making bad choices. Exactly. He saw there was more than that. He knew that they'd lived a life before that that was a regular life. And all the time he spent with Daryl, I mean, he knew. He went, no wonder. He's like, you're giving me everything I need to know. This this is Mm -hmm. pitiful. Yeah. I'm surprised she stayed as long as she did, Daryl. Because you're awful. What? Me that way. Hell, you're gonna get out of my house. You do Daryl's voice the best. Wipe your feet. Oh my god, when he goes, oh, Come on in. Come on in. Wipe your feet. Come on in right now. Wipe your feet. Fuck, and it's just like, You're a tool, dude. And then Hal laughs at him, and he's like, What? Like, look at him, like, Why are you laughing at me? He's like, Well, you're, sir, you're standing in your pizza. pizza. Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> so funny. He's got them damn slides on. I know, girl. I said, oh, he got some slides he on. Slides. I was like, Daryl started that slide trend, y'all. Sure did. Anyway, stepping in his pizza. Well, that's Thelma and Louise. That's the whole kit and caboodle. That's our take. That's our take. The Arkansas iconography yep. of it all. Yep. Oklahoma City too. And but, it is. You know. Arizona. A timeless mm. classic. Timeless. It is always. It's more relevant now than it's ever been. I was to just tell about to truth. say that, mm-hmm. and it is sad. Um, that it is. It is sad, but it is because, and hopefully that is changing. Mm. But it's hard for us to believe it's changing. Because I was it's, about to say it's because yeah. it's something that we just know is such a, a reality mm-hmm. and it's that it's always been that way. And in our minds, it's but if, if we, if we lived it in always a, will, if we but, lived in a world where people just naturally believed women the way, in the same way that they naturally believe men. Yeah. I'm not saying that I have any skepticism. Because some bitches do be lying. Oh, yeah. But, plenty. But if we respected women enough to believe them as much as we believe men, 
Thelma and Louise wouldn't be a movie. No, you're right. We wouldn't have hardly any interesting films. <laughs> we, wouldn't have, we wouldn't have very many stories that we'd be like, oh, that's really cool. Let's watch this. Because we wouldn't need it. Like another boring, basic-ass story. Let's yeah. watch this shit. A woman getting everything she deserves. <sighs> Rising to success with very little obstacle. Yeah. Tale as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. God. Anyway. Well, that's part three and the final portion of our trilogy. We hope y'all enjoyed it. We hope you've learned something from it. I sure did. Yes, we sure learned a lot from each other and our take on it and viewpoint, as we always do. I know I always do. Yeah, me too. Um, but Well, okay, guys. Tune in next week. We'll, we'll have, have a brand new movie and uh, brand new memes, brand new gifts, brand new jokes. Love y'all. We're so happy to have had this time together, and we'll see you later. You want to do our sign-off? Oh, shoot. We didn't do that on any of the other ones. Well, they weren't done. You're right. That's true. Okay. You're right. You ready? Mm-hmm. See you in the movies. Peace.